and that often results in buyers paying well above the asking price regardless of what the home appraises for. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on, everyone? Andrew McManaman, host of the Real Estate in the Mitten Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about how to get your home ready to sell since COVID-19 has created an abundance of hesitation in the real estate industry for buyers and sellers. It's not surprising that with spring just around the corner, Sellers are stressing to get their homes ready to sell after debating the decision for over a year to do so. Well, you are not alone. In this podcast, I am going over eight essential tips to get your home ready to sell. With home sales projected to rise upwards of 7% in the year 2021, the market is still in the process of its big comeback after a disastrous 2020. With the given increased demand in housing due to a severe shortage of inventory in 2020, more millennials are also entering the buyer market, which pushes sellers to make a few tweaks to their homes to cater to the abundance of buyers entering the market. Getting your house ready to sell can definitely be a ton of work and cause even more stress. That's why I wanted to create this list of eight tips to help the process go a little smoother with a lot less Advil. Numero uno, it's absolutely crucial to price your home at the right price. That's why it's important to have a real estate professional like myself on your side to ensure you're getting the best price for your home. If you're on a time constraint, it's important to price your home competitively so the home isn't sitting stagnant on the market. When a home becomes stagnant, potential buyers look the other way because they assume that if a home is on the market that long, there's obviously something wrong with it. And for buyers who don't turn away, they will th keep throwing you lowball offers at you saying there is a reasoning and lack of interest on this home. That's why the pricing of a home is very important. From my experience and other coworkers' experiences, the favored statement from a homeowner when selling their home is, we can always come down on the price, but we can't go up. Yes, that may be true, but doing two or three price adjustments doesn't exactly make a home look appealing either. When a home is priced correctly, there's a higher chance that a multiple offer scenario will occur. In this situation, numerous buyers are bidding on the same home and that often results in buyers paying well above the asking price, regardless of what the home appraises for. Number two, if there's one trend that will surely follow us from 2020 for years to come, it's the importance of having a dedicated workspace in the comfort of your own home. With COVID-19 forcing so many people to work from home, not only temporarily, but permanently, buyers are seeking homes that utilize space for an at-home office, as well as a gym space for working out. So if you have an unfinished basement, den, or a spare bedroom, consider transforming the space to boost your home's value. Number three, I'm sure you've heard this tip a million times from any real estate professional in the world, but I can say it's very important one, and I'll tell you why. Declutter your home. Make it neat and organized to allow your spaces to look spacious. Make a visit to Salvation Army, garage sales, or even look at Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist for a relatively cheap shelving unit that can help store some of your clutter. No, that doesn't mean stuff your closets with all your belongings. Organize them because when a buyer takes a look in a cluttered closet, their imagination of their belongings fitting in those closets won't exist. 
A lot of homeowners that I talk to about selling their home tell me they have 30 to 40 years of stuff in their house that they need to find time to go through and sell or donate before they can even consider selling. So clutter is obviously a huge problem in a lot of households. So do yourself a favor and take a day or two or week or six and really buckle down on what should stay and what should go. It'll make for an easier move with less things laying around. Number four, I don't want you to take what I'm about to say wrongly, but consider putting away any and all religious and political memorabilia, especially with the most recent election and inauguration happening a short time ago. Many people have extremely strong feelings about the matter, and the last thing you'd want to do is have potential buyers prejudging your home because of your beliefs. Not only is it just religious and political belongings, it's good to depersonalize your spaces because... The more personal your home is, the less buyers can imagine themselves living in that home. Again, I don't want you to take this personally. I just want to help you increase your home's appeal so it will sell for top dollar. Number five, especially in Michigan after the unstimulating winter months, it's nice to drive through a neighborhood and see all the freshly mulched flower beds, trim bushes, and watch as the flowers start to bloom again. That's why boosting your curb appeal is so, so important, especially in the spring. Take a walk around your house, ask a neighbor for an honest opinion, and begin to create a more welcoming home. Spruce up your landscaping, paint your front door, change out the light fixtures on the porch, or even replace or fix up your mailbox if there's a need to do so. Number six, if there's one turnoff about a home that any real estate professional can attest to, it's the smell. If you have pets, be sure to double up on scents to ensure they don't run away any potential buyers. A lot of professionals will recommend to homeowners to bake a pan of brownies or cookies in the oven and it'll fill the home with all this scrumptious aroma, but it's safe to say you're probably not going to make a batch every single time there's a showing on your home. So be sure to do the obvious and clean the areas that need attention, open the windows to allow any potential odors to escape, and consider getting a scent dispenser from your nearest hardware store that sprays on a timer. They are always relatively appealing to a home's decor, so I would recommend placing it near your front door so the first thing a potential buyer smells is the amazing scent that will linger in their nose for quite a while. You can also invest in an oil diffuser to disperse natural oils through your home. Being as lighting a candle and leaving it home is definitely a risk you don't want to take. The smell of cat pee is horrific, but an overpowering scent can be worse and could potentially cause a little suspicion that you're trying to hide something. So be sure to clean that up. Don't overpower the scents. You may not have caught in the last tip, but yes, you do leave your home when a buyer schedules a showing on your home. Before you pack up your pets and put your children in the car to run away for 30 minutes to an hour. Be sure your home is clean throughout the time your home is being showed. And yes, you should take your pets with you because there's nothing worse than a dog doing its job of constantly barking at strangers during the whole entire showing or a cat sneaking around that you have to worry about not accidentally letting outside. A lot of homeowners mistake the deep clean stage for being just for the listing photos and anything else, so be sure to take a final walkthrough before you leave each time to ensure the home is neat and tidy at all times. You can start by cleaning the dishes, clearing the sink out, dusting and mopping the kitchen and bathrooms, along with cleaning the windows to allow for all the natural light to beam through your perfectly clear windows. Not only is keeping the home clean crucial during the showing stage of your home, so is the presentation. 
consider turning on all the lights inside and out as well as opening up all the blinds to create the best first impression for buyers. You might be wondering, why is it necessary to turn the lights on and open the blinds before the showing? Can't they do that themselves? You're right, they can. But when you turn on all the lights and open all the blinds, it helps create curb appeal, especially during evening showings. It allows the potential buyer to see the home's features clearly. Not only are those good habits to make before leaving for a showing, so is opening all the interior doors in the home. This allows for the home to feel more spacious and seamless instead of closed off. Also, don't forget to put away your valuables or take them with you. The real estate agent just has to turn their back for a few seconds and your awesome Apple Watch just got a new owner. Number eight. Doing the minor repairs and adding a little bit of special touch goes a long way. From replacing old kitchen cabinet hardware and burnout light bulbs to patching walls, cleaning your gutters, and throwing on a coat of paint. This creates a more welcoming atmosphere and makes potential buyers feel like you truly went out of your way to maintain your home. The more maintenance items you can get out of the way before selling, the better. It's very easy to overlook these items in your home, but when a stranger steps foot in the front door, it's all they're going to notice. You may overlook the condition and age of your face plates, outlet covers, and cabin handles, but buyers will look at those as something they need to add to their grocery list. You can also consider adding accent items to add a little contrast to any space in your home, such as indoor plants, a welcome mat because yours is 35 years old, accent walls, just adding a little paint, or simply adding a few pillows to boost the room's appeal. Here is the big question, and you can email this to me, you can message me this, but what is your biggest pet peeve or turnoff when viewing a home? Throw your answer at me, and I would love to hear your guys' replies. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.